All right, everybody, welcome to the I Got My Mouth Full podcast. Um, <laughs> Love it. Um, I am your host. Yeah, everybody get your mouth full. I am your mm-hmm. host, RJ. It's oh. nice to meet you. It's nice I to see coffee. you. <laughs> the oh. person who doesn't understand how to drink coffee is Stefan. Where you can hear him. You're really not having a good time with it, huh? It's the Stez, not Stefan. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> All right. He hasn't. He hasn't changed it legally though. So yeah, no, no, yeah. you're okay. Yeah. Uh, the other host's name once. is uh, Steven. <laughs> is that one better for you, huh? Okay. And then our okay. <laughs> our audio man and uh, man who has to hold his mic currently in his hand mm. is mm-hmm. uh, uh, Brady. How you guys doing? Holding my mic in my hand like a sanger. A sang, a sanger. <laughs> <laughs> sanger like Sade. Exactly. I don't, I don't know why I picked Sade out of anybody right now. You know, I She's didn't. amazing. She is amazing, though. That is true. I remember one time I had, I was, uh, when I was working that um, CBD job, that sales job for CBD, that CBD company. Um, quiet on set, Brisket. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just talked to this, dude. this one girl I was talking to, like, uh, uh, she was like at a store and she was just like, oh, named Sade, you know, like the singer. I was like, oh, I know exactly how to spell that. He's like, oh, <laughs> not many people know who that is. I was like, you know. Like, really? Damn. That's, that sucks. Especially at a weed store. It's like, damn, you would think. Y'all would at least know some know good ass soul yeah, music. Yeah, good music. I'm too busy listening eh. to reggae or whatever. Yeah. Actually, yeah, but I, why am I talking shit about reggae? Reggae is sick, but it is. <laughs> I don't probably know why I'm talking shit. Yeah, probably not even that. <laughs> Listen, fucking tra- nowadays it's just like fucking what trap music, like yeah, uh, trippy red, trip, trip rap, yeah, trippy rap, yeah, trippy red, and uh, who else? Trippy red, little Uzi Vert, Uzi Vert, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Anyways, how are you guys? Not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you know. Staying alive. Staying alive. I have basically this week off, except no. for Friday. So no, I'm just like just chilling. chilling. Mm. Probably gonna race some more. Ooh, how's that going? <sighs> All right. Uh, when I feel <laughs> like playing. Uh, describe. <laughs> to tell everybody about like your because Brady has like this driving rig. So like, talk about oh, it. A yeah. Bit. Yeah. I don't think people know. I guess I haven't really explained it but i have a racing simulator so playing a set of corsa competizione or i racing or f122 you know dirt rally plenty of these racing games have all these um force feedback controls and mm. stuff from mm. this direct drive motor that i have and um a set of hydraulic pedals to play the game and simulate you know racing since actual racing is really expensive <laughs> um you know Honestly. as much as i as much as i would love to get into it it's just way too expensive yeah. like even drifting what connor my brother used to do you just shred your fucking tires and then he end up like crashing like two cars anyway yeah it's so still you know yeah. so this is a more affordable in the long term especially a way of like racing or just you know um even playing like fucking forza or need for speed if you really wanted to yeah. uh but i have this cool like formula wheel and a ultra wide screen and a formula seat That's but it. i'm probably going to change the seat at some point once i get some more money to like a more normal bucket seat because 
yeah after like a two-hour race it's not the most comfortable mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> but um it's expensive but i mean <laughs> it's not like it's not like unreachable obviously like most people with the no, yeah. you know let's say like people that are that build computers like that you know always get like top of the end shit like you could pretty much afford something like this and you know even even now like i built this what two years ago yeah, it was a couple something, years yeah. back that sounds about yeah right. it was like two years ago and it's like stuff now is like there's more options there's things that are cheaper that are you know maybe just a little bit less powerful of a motor than mine but it's still like a, enough for you know your average person to like use and feel all the details in the road and everything like that so like my motor itself costs like nine hundred dollars and i think you can get one now f- that's like half the power for like 450 500 bucks damn and it's like wow like you could never have thought about that before mm-hmm. so yeah it's, yeah it's it's pretty sweet i like it i've been adjusting the shit out of it like all the time like pretty mm-hmm. sure the last time we talked i was like i think i got it in the right place like, nope, <laughs> nope just always adjusting something i move the pedals uh in a different way like the face plates on them and you know really been trying to dial it in because it's uh like i don't know i could just feel it like on certain tracks like trying to trail brake more my brake travel was like too short so i couldn't really feel like you know being at 75 or 50 percent brake it right. was basically like i was at 100 or like 20 or zero it was so a lot I had harder to, like, adjust it yeah yeah because yeah, it's a it's a firm ass pedal so i just adjusted that it has longer throw to the pedal and then same thing with the or the opposite thing with the throttle i switched I adjusted it so the throw is shorter on the pedal because I was like to make it easier. To like, yeah, exactly. yeah, I was like reaching to like get to a hundred percent and how it was set up before. Yeah, you're like stretching um, out your foot to try to. Yeah, try, yeah, exactly. Yeah, makes sense. Just trying to find the like best, like most comfortable setup as well. The little sweet um, spot for you. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just like real driving too, right? Exactly. That, like you just have, yeah, it's constant That's like tweaking. the other kind of fun part about it is like I like tinkering with shit like that. And, sure. But you know, as much as I would like to have it like perfect, but like you know, I'm not one that's like super burdened by like ah, oh, I gotta fucking adjust this or something. Now it's just like ah, oh. you know, it's just part of the the process of building something like this because it uses uh 80 20 profiles so it's like all t-slot profile so it's pretty lightweight but it's really sturdy um but you can always add shit onto it right so um i mean that's like what camera rigs are fucking built mm-hmm. out of most of the time or 80 20 profiles because it's just lightweight so you can carry it and it but you can, can really just adjust it. things mm-hmm. yeah you add things modify. on take it off whatever you might need so yeah eventually like you know, I'll just be adding shit onto it or changing it around because as much as I have it more in a formula style, like formula one racing or, you know, single seaters, I have been playing a lot more GT three racing. So Mm. it's a different kind of setup, but you could still use it obviously. Um, but if you kind of want to be more immersive, because it can be immersive, but yeah. definitely like once I get money to like maybe get a triple screen, once I have a computer that can run just that triple screen by itself, yeah. right. 
um, it will be really immersive because oh, then man. you can actually see like out your fucking windows. Well, what we're talking like, about uh, VR, like combining the sim oh, yeah. with the, the VR would be insane. Mm-hmm. That'd be so intense. You still you get that force feedback, but then also just like wherever you look, it, it uh, yeah, That'd I've seen crazy. some VR. It looks it looks really crazy, especially yeah. if you have one of the good VRs and obviously a graphics card that can run it well. Only oh, problems. Yeah. You, the only thing it's just like the G four. That's the only thing that's missing, right? For that versus like actual race from that yeah we just, like, you just, just and have some, that like G4. massive fans like on the left right back and yeah forward. i mean there's <laughs> there's like tons of shit that people do for that first off there is motion it doesn't really maybe gives you half a g for like motion simulators but like it That's still crazy, gives though. you That's like still the, insane, though. yeah yeah it still gives you like the heave and like the you know when you Sun really embrace, step yeah. on it yeah like the embrace like and you can actually get like belt tensioners if you have like a harness strap you can that's get a sick. belt tensioner <laughs> that's pull sick. on you and you know pull on you when you're like a ford so there's oh there's a lot of like stuff even like this one like rally driver who like has this crazy setup has traction loss motion as well so he has like a whole traction loss platform with servo motors and then he has his like normal like four or five degree one on top of that that's so insane. you get all the all the x y and z axis of motion Jesus and then Christ. people do add on like wind wind machines as well like if they really want to and they that's can sick. be programmed to like a software that people have made for these simulator games that like it will ramp up in speed the faster you're going. So like if you're on spy and you're just going like on the long straight, like those fans will be running like full blast. But as soon as you hit on the brakes or something, they're going to slow down because you're not getting as much intake. That's That's so sick. Like even the software I just downloaded the other day, it's called crew chief. It's just for like, pretty much any of the sim titles it's just a crew chief guy like telling you like okay this is the track temperature this is the outdoor temperature these are your tire pressures like at the start of the race and you know there's a spotter as well so like if someone's like on your right and you can't see him the spotter is like telling you he's on your right he's on your right hold your line yada 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 so there's a lot of really cool and like interesting things that a lot of people have come up with to you know especially make it more immersive and i think that's like the whole thing of it i mean there's obviously people that just do it for that aspect and there's people that do it for like you know the competition and like an esports side of it as well of like people signing up for like these league races and i racing has its own like rating system as well and shit like that so it's pretty pretty cool that the way I set it up, I can just build onto it like over time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yours is pretty like bare bones in t- in that sense. Yeah, it's like bike. it's got a wheel, it's got pedals, a monitor, and a seat, and that's all I need for now. And eventually, I'll get shifters and yeah, a different wheel. There's stuff plenty like of that. room for like expansion. Yeah, I just need to get more profile. Mm-hmm. Which I was thinking, like, I really want to get like we're we're probably gonna have room in our garage for some sort of like space because like we're gonna get rid of some stuff and move pack some things around and we're gonna sell my dad's car eventually because he doesn't you know really drive that much anymore and it's just a fucking (laughs) it's just a dead end money pit that car we're trying to get rid of it (laughs) so there will probably be like at least like some space on some side and i kind of wanted to get like tools or something so if i got like extra profile i could just cut it myself with a a fucking saw versus having to like order it specifically to a measurement like every time 
just have like extra shit that I could, you know, add on if I needed to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I want to add a keyboard stand or something. Like I could probably cut like two pieces of profile and just have it lean up against it. Whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so it's been going all right, but it's tiring, obviously. <laughs> yeah, for I'm sure. sure. And at the new job, I mean, it's it's nothing like physical or anything, but sometimes you're just like lean, like bent over in a weird like angle, especially for me, like, you know, to count candy or something. And I'm like, God, ah, I got to yeah. fucking like get Bend on my down, knees or yeah. I need to like sit at like sit on like a step step ladder or something oh, like that. That's, that's um, <laughs> So like one day I like came home, I was like, I was like, all right, I really want to play. And then I was like, got in. And I was like, ah, my back is kind of like just a little irritated right mm-hmm. now. So I'm not going to play. That sucks. <laughs> Getting old sucks. But, back problems, knee problems, eventually yeah. hip, pro- hip problems. It hasn't Get been old. too bad for the most part because I've been utilizing that stepladder really well. That's good. <laughs> as That's a, good. As a, as a seat. <laughs> You, you learn those things as you get older of just like, you know what, I'm I'm just going to take it easy. I, it's not worth the next two or three days of pain. I, I don't care <laughs> if I look stupid or lazy. I'm doing whatever I can so I don't get fucking hurt. Because, <laughs> like, that fucking back pain sucks. Back problems are the fucking worst things ever, right? Like, yeah, God. Or not the worst thing ever. There's plenty of worse things than back pain. But it sucks. It fucking sucks. Yeah. And it's it the thing that everybody deals it's with. It's so inconvenient. Yeah. It's, it's fucking, yeah. I hate it. Uh, I think I think I hate neck pain more. <laughs> neck pain, neck pain is bad. pretty, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's been, that's shoulder been shoulder pain also pretty bad. We got mm-hmm. a bit like a pretty bad shoulder, like because that's like you know that's pretty gray area. All you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like that's all what we're talking about. Back, shoulder, <laughs> neck, all all just awful to fuck up. <laughs> Speaking of fucking up your body, I watched The Whale this week. The, oh, the, dude, yeah, I've the Darren to, Aronofsky movie. With I've wanted Brandon to see Friedman. it. Yeah. So good. Oh, my God. And I realized as I, we started watching it, because my girlfriend was like, we, I want to see this movie so bad. And I was like, okay. Like, I was, I wanted to see it anyway, because it's a Darren Aronofsky movie. And, like, as douchey as a guy he is, his movies are always, like, entertaining to watch. And, and are legitimately good movies. But And Brandon Fraser is coming, mm. this new renaissance that he's having with after, like, Doom Patrol and everything. It's fucking sick, and he plays this super fat guy, right? He's like the six, like my girlfriend loves my uh, six, the, my six hundred pound life. She loves that. She's like she eats that shit up. <laughs> Fair enough. So as we were watching it, I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's why you wanted to watch this because it's like it's a movie about basically you know my hundred my six hundred pound life, and it's a good movie. It does a really good job of like sympathizing with those people and explaining why they are that way. Like it's legitimately a mental issue, right? Like in this movie, mm-hmm. in this case, it's like the guy is dealing with grief of his ex lover. You know, is like, and it it makes sense. It's like, yeah, grief can do really fucked up things to people, and it's like, yeah, is it bad and unhealthy to be that fat? Yes, but it like show, and it it definitely shows how like disgusting and like. <laughs> like like the eating of it is so like mm. i i love it so much because the eating scenes are, are the horror <laughs> scenes they're like the the action him just like shoving oh, yeah. candy bars in his mouth like like oh, shoving man. like meatball subs and just, but it's like also humanizing like, in a way it, it's relatable yeah mm-hmm. you know because you're like i who hasn't scarfed down a candy bar in their life like let's be honest right there's oh, a dude, scene I'll where pound like, a payday yeah exactly there's a scene where he's like uh um <laughs> He, he like he goes through a spiral, so he's, he's he's like binge eating. He's literally sitting in front of the fridge. He's got like and this is like over like 
you know, an exaggeration of like no one's ever like only people that big have done this stuff but he's like stacking two pizzas on top pouring ranch on it putting ham on it and like shoving it in his mouth but like who hasn't sat in front of a fridge and just like ate cheese and meat and just shoved their mouth like shit right yeah, yeah they're dude. just fucking hungry right yeah. or he hasn't you been like tell super me you drunk haven't done the little sandwich in your mouth before bullshit. exactly it's, it's like moments of that to like oh like you could see how a person gets that fat because everybody has moments like that right but then you have like moments where you know you immediately go so you have self-control you go like what am i doing i'm not gonna eat fucking three candy bars in a row that's ridiculous but if you're <laughs> grieving if you're in the point where like you just don't give a shit anymore yeah you don't care kind of you kind of want to die yeah of course you're gonna do that and they eat gonna this eat whole thing of ice cream yeah man. exactly it, it, it does a really good job of just explaining of like how that happens to somebody and showing that like it's a really good like beautiful movie and the fact that people are like calling it fat shaming i'm like i don't think you i don't think you understand the point of the movie because <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's not fat shaming if anything it's saying like it's giving you guys a, a platform to talk or you guys i don't know that's, yeah. all i'm trying to say it's like it's not like it, it is not demonizing fat people and saying that it it, it, it is a shameful thing it is it's saying that it's showing the reality of reality of, of that both it's a, sides. It's a sickness. It's yeah. a sickness, and and those but and those people aren't monsters, right? Like Brandon Fraser's character is so like, is such has such a big heart, and he's just just sees the best in people, which is like a big theme of it is just like trying to see the best in things. There's a lot of stuff that are like left ambiguous, and then like Brandon Fraser's character is always talking about like you just have to see the best in people, you know, and like you just have to believe in the best in people, and it's like. It's a very heartwarming message, but it's coming from this, like, gross creature, you know? And he talks about it. There's one scene where he literally goes through and describes all the shit that's wrong with him. He's like, I have mold in my folds. There's a, a patch on my, uh, on my back that's just gone black in the last year, and I don't know why. You know, he's, like, describing all this stuff that is, like, wrong with him, and it's revolting. But it's also very <laughs> honest and true, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and and but and you also feel bad because you know this guy is like such a sweetheart and he has such a big heart and he just cares so much about people and then, but he doesn't care mm -hmm. enough about himself. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's very mm -hmm. tragic and it's a very beautiful movie. But yeah, it, it just sucks yeah. that people are like not even understanding the movie when and then just like outraged because it's like they think it's just like oh fat people bad. And it's like no. Watch the movie and like, actually listen to the message. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a but solid movie. Recommend it. I highly recommend it. It is probably Darren Aronofsky's most like, most rewatchable yeah. movie because it is his filmography is really fucking dark. I mean, fucking Requiem for a Dream, Fountain, Ooh. Mother. Like he's he's Ooh. done some dark shit. So the fact that like this movie is very hopeful and like. <laughs> actually optimistic it, 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 it's i actually i really enjoy it i hope darren aronofsky kind of goes more in this direction you know i, I like more and the older i get the less i want to see more cynical shit it's like i've, I've seen so much yep. cyn cynicism at this point you know yeah like i'm, I'm done i'm done with it i'm cool on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm okay on it <laughs> i know this world sucks it's pretty obvious every time oh, i turn did on the, the news, wrestler that one's good yeah did too. the wrestler the swan which originally was supposed to be, like, a double mm. feature. He wanted that, like, one movie to talk about, like, high society versus low society. And, like, an art form for both and how they're very similar. Because if you watch those movies, they're very big parallels, right? Of, of the, the main They are, like, he did The Wrestler in 08 and then did mm -hmm. Black Swan in 
2010, so they were right yeah. after each other for him. Yeah, he wanted originally to be like one movie in it, but yeah, it just didn't work out. Honestly, I think it worked out way better that way because Black Swan is I love Black Swan. That was awesome. Like that came out at like the perfect time for me because it was 2009, 2010. So I'm, like, 2010. I'm in yeah, so I'm in high school, you know, just getting into film. So like it's just pretentious and like you know edgy and cynic you know we're talking about the cynicism you know it's it just mm-hmm. like it, it hit all the right notes for me at that time and yep. there's a, a hot scene between natalie portman and Mila kunis that was yeah there's a sex scene between <laughs> like, them so again right time i was and in the right age Winona for that movie. rider as well I, I didn't even know she was in that movie holy shit <laughs> it's been so long since i've seen it i didn't, I didn't realize what a cast wow yeah but uh good movie it's funny that you bring up like the self-destructiveness of that because when I was going through my spiral over the past couple months, the first month was really bad and I was like chain smoking. I smoke mm-hmm. cigarettes very, like I don't know, sporadically sometimes, but when my mental health drops, I like chain smoke and I realized I was doing it and I was like, Jesus Christ, I need to like mm-hmm. chill out on this. But there were like points when I didn't care, so I was like just smoking like a cigarette after another after another and then i'd be like why am i doing this i need to chill out and then it would just cycle for like a solid but month i'll say imagine if you didn't have anything right like yeah literally oh yeah i like, would have it would have been as bad as it could have gotten it? yeah right it's like so you can see how this yeah how easy it is to like oh yeah you fall that. i i like if you haven't fallen into a spiral consider yourself lucky like mm-hmm. I truly believe that because when you start to really spiral like that, it's it's tough to bring yourself out of it. You need a good support system. Honestly, for me, I needed and still need to go to therapy. Like I am a huge proponent of that. Like you, if you're feeling bad, if you're feeling weird, fucking see a therapist, dude. It really mm-hmm. does help. I agree. Better help. Indeed. Uh, sponsors. Better help. Sponsor us, please. Mental yeah. health. Mental health, period. Just give us a sponsorship. No, I'm just kidding. We're sponsoring. <laughs> we're sponsoring mental health, if anything. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, very, we're very big proponents of mental health over here. Yeah. I mean, in Asian culture, it's very, it's not to say look, it's actually pretty like laughed at, like mental health. It, it, it sucks because anytime me and my brothers are ever brought up seeing a therapist to my parents they've like legitimately laughed in our face and you guys know and you guys know my parents they are not very yeah, sweet malicious people, people at all very it's just people. mental health is like not a thing in asia you know it, it's slowly becoming a thing but even then it, it's way more of a thing on you know asian americans than it is yeah. for actual asians you know like mm-hmm. sexism still large in korea there, there's a study that came out that like uh men see women with jobs like as way less of like uh, sexually appealing in in, mm-hmm. in in korea it's like what <laughs> yeah that and uh in japan as well it's like i don't know it's a crazy number percent of like people that like cheat on their significant other yep. or have cheated japan and, like huge cheating culture yeah it's it's huge. so weird it's Awful. so weird like people uh, seeing like interviews with them and they're like well what if you're like you know, other cheated on him. And it's like, oh, I'd break up with them like immediately if I found out. It's like, well, what if they like, what if you cheated on them? And it's like, well, that's, that's fine. Like, no, yeah, I'm a like, man. I can I cheat have on needs. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, it's that mentality. But even the, even the women too are like, you know, like, uh, like I, I haven't cheated, but you know, if he cheated on me, like maybe 
uh, like it would be over. And then, you know, maybe I might think about cheating on like the next guy or something. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) The cheating culture in Japan is really bad. And there's some people that are like legit just like, nah, like I don't do that. That's not cool. I would break up with them immediately. Like it's like, yes, like, okay, you're normal. Yeah, that's the correct mindset. But so many of them like, yeah, I have or yeah, uh, like that's cool, whatever, you know. What do you mean? People, people have this romanticized version of Japan, you know, a lot of the times. And then mm-hmm. when, when you look below mm-hmm. the surface, it's like, it's not a great country to live in as a Japanese oh, yeah. person. I think I've brought yeah. this up before. Like yeah. my dad, because I, a little backstory, I was born in Japan. My dad worked for the Navy for 20 plus years. So I was born in Japan. I'm Korean. I was born in Japan, but I lived there till I was like eight or nine. But my dad worked there and lived there. My brothers lived there till they're like my brother was like 17 16 when he left my oldest brother like he, you know so he's like more japanese than he's korean so my dad knows japanese culture especially as like a foreigner and mm-hmm. and he's but he's worked in japan so he knows like the work culture and just like what in everyday life is in japan as well right he's got both he's seen both sides of things because he's asian and he can speak the language so he could pass as a local if he wanted to right you know yeah. they're not going to immediately yeah. dismiss him because yeah. he's a gaijin or whatever right mm-hmm. so he was able to experience both sides anyways long-winded backstory just to say that living in japan as a foreigner is way better because they treat their like foreigners way better like above their own people if you're uh, like if you're in japan you're expected to work 60 hours a week you're expected to to be there from sun up to sundown, and then afterwards you're you're expected to go out with your coworkers and go out and drink and no, party and no. eat like that that like that is required. No, and then you go home, drink, go to work the next day. Same no. thing, repeat. This sounds horrible <laughs> to me. J- Japanese people constantly live paycheck to paycheck. Saving, not a thing in, in Japanese culture. Yeah. They love to spend or money. Or they're like, or they, you know, own like a restaurant and they're just constantly working and putting all Const- that money back into like f- the Back into the business. And exactly. Like that, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's just like Japanese, as a Japanese person, fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 like if you live in Japan, it sucks. Because like, yeah. okay, let's say you want to be like an animator. You want to be like working manga, like be a manga. Those people get paid shit. Yeah, <laughs> those people are constantly working, and then you got these people on the fucking other side of the world bitching at you to fucking f- hurry up <laughs> to mm-hmm. you know finish hey, part hey, twelve hey, of JoJo's hey, or hey, whatever. I feel you know? and it's just like, with that one. But I'm just saying that like they don't get paid enough where <laughs> to to deserve that more amount of like hatred. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, there's a reason why they don't. The redditors. Yeah, I like, I also found out, and this was like another thing that like I had to come. <laughs> Like, it's not come to terms with, but it was like, a, oh, that's interesting, is a lot of famous mangakas have also done a lot of hentai, and the reason <laughs> why yeah. is because dual income, and one is far easier to write and do than the other. One's way more lucrative. Yeah. That's for mm. sure. That is for sure. Sex I mean, sells. it's kind of similar. It, it's not as normalized, but comic book artists are pretty similar in the sense of where they do a lot of, like, commissions and stuff and a oh, lot of true, their money yeah. goes to like furry artists or like private commissions and stuff like that yeah where it's like yeah i mean obviously not high end yeah like jim jim lee is not gonna be fucking making smut but you know a lo- lower <laughs> yeah. person he might. like eh, yeah he might he might, <laughs> he, yeah, might. Yeah, he might some of his drawings back in the 90s were pretty were pretty borderline <laughs> so i mean that was the 90s era but what I'm yeah. trying to say is, like, you know, like, lower end, like, it's an easy way to make money. And it always has been an easy way to make money. Yeah, because I remember, I won't name the the manga or anything, but 
I uh, I liked a specific one, and then I looked up what they had done before, and then I found Awful. a fucking horrible thing oh. that they had made oh no and not was, even just like oh, no God, stefan it's oh, awful no. it's horrible no. it's no, people no. with animals <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. but mm. the animals are drawn in like a fashion that is akin to like a horror film and the people are not over 18 mm. and i was like oh oh again dark side of japan that people don't talk about oh Underage shit yeah very normalized in japan age of consent is like stupid low <laughs> i don't know because i'm not a pervert and don't look that shit up but i know right. the the age of consent in japan is like something low it's like probably 16 14. no no it's lower oh, than really 16. Lower? It's lower than that yeah oh I, my I believe, god bro i could be wrong again d- don't fact check me don't look this up don't be <laughs> right yeah I, this is just what i've learned from don't other people talking about it but what I've heard is that Asian consent is like 13, 14, <laughs> and it, 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 but does not include like vaginal sex. It's only like hand jobs or blowies or whatever. Again, still <laughs> creepy. So really fucking yeah. awful. Yeah. So really fucking awful. That's like the loophole though is like, yeah. you go to like the host clubs and then they just rub, rub on you and then. Gross. And then it's still like a 13, 14. <laughs> gross. Very, yeah. very fucking gross. <laughs> okay, don't fact check me, you fucking pervert. Don't, <laughs> don't go to Japan for that. Don't look it up. Hey, I know why you're going to Thailand. Stop that. You're not fooling yeah. anybody. Going to Thailand for your own personal adventure. I know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's little, either lady boys or tiny boys. It's, it's one or the other. Either, either or. And one is I know much it's not better the than the food. other. Yeah. <laughs> The first one is much better than the second one. Tiny, oh yeah, obviously. Tiny boys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> right, that's what you're, that's what you mean. Right? That, no. yeah, they, they just, they just, they just lay there. Uh... <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm done. Sorry. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. that was good. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, West Coast versus East Coast food. <laughs> You gotta if, you, if you're on the uh, East Coast, love pasta. A lot of uh, great yeah, pasta out here. Also pizza. If you but there is good pasta out here. It's just expensive as shit. That's the only problem, right? With, yeah, like, but the, the inflection Coast. in your voice there makes me believe that it's mid. <laughs> it's not mid. It's just expensive. <laughs> so if you want like decent Italian food, you have to pay for it. Uh. Versus here, it's like you can go to like a fucking Paisano's and still get a fucking good, either a solid slice of pizza or like they still have good spaghetti or whatever, you know, like yeah. a good pasta. Yeah. You know, like it's not like authentic, it's still fucking solid. It'll fill you up yeah. and it's good. Here, it's like the spaghetti meatballs here suck ass. There's so many like diners that I've been to, they're like, they have the best like homestyle spaghetti and meatballs. It reminds me of just the ones that my mom used to make when I was growing up. Your mom sucks at cooking if that's what it tastes like. Your mom <laughs> needs some fucking cooking lesson because it's bland. There's two fucking meatballs in there that are the size of my balls. Act like tiny, not even like big size meatballs. Like, like quail tiny, egg meatballs. Little, 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 little quail little eggs. Mochi that size. Mo- yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then they give me garlic bread, which is like a fucking piece of sandwich bread that they just smeared butter and garlic powder on top of. Bro, this ain't that. Hell yeah, dude. Not even Texas toast. What Not the even hell? Texas toast. My like, favorite yeah. are the pasta sauces that you get, and you're like, bro, this is akin to ketchup. What are you giving me? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. My mom used to cook with those stuff. I don't know how I used to eat that. Like, now looking Some back. Some ragu. Yeah. Like, bro. 
You know what? I learned Prego. You know, the, the they make the pasta sauce Prego. Yeah. You know what that mm-hmm. means? It's like, you're welcome. Or it's like, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. How cocky do you have to fucking be to name your fucking pasta sauce? Your my subpar pleasure. pasta sauce that? Yeah, I was going to say, Prego ain't the you're, one either. You're welcome. You're, you're going to love our sauce. You're welcome. What's the my one pleasure. with the dude on it with the chef's hat? That one's all right. Chef Boyardee? No. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. You knew that... It wasn't that. Hold on. You gotta, you gotta love their spaghetti, those, man. I don't know. Their canned spaghetti but, and meatballs? Come on. <laughs> the ravioli? Okay, the ravioli. You're actually naming good ones, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These are legitimate ones Newman's that I will eat own. cold or hot. Uh, Newman's. Newman's. Uh, oh, Newman's. It's Why actually pretty decent if you're Newman's. not gonna make your own. Newman. Get Jerry Fleas. He could have just like you know the actor you know, from, from fucking Seinfeld. <laughs> fucking Paul Newman. Oh. I like how I didn't even go for the actual actor named <laughs> Newman. I just went for what I've been watching recently. <laughs> I did. Uh, if, speaking of Chef Boyardee, someone told me a horror roommate story where apparently someone used to. Uh, a friend of mine was living with another person that, like, I know offhandedly, and I know that they're not, like, necessarily a great human being. And they used to open a can of Chef Boyardee ravioli, eat <laughs> a portion of it, and then put it under the couch, and then <laughs> forget about it. Leave it. Huh? So when they Why moved, under the couch? I don't know. I guess it was just, like, the most available the space to be out of sight, out of, out of mind. But, so cat doesn't knock it over. Yeah, but so when my friend moved, they moved the couch, and uh, it sounded, I from guessing and kind of how he implied it, it had grown up and out and onto the bottom portion of it. the I couch. I all the fucking mold coming out. So Ugh. they just set the couch back <laughs> down. <laughs> I would have just would... left the couch there and been like, "That's that ain't my issue now," because I one am not a mutant and putting cans of Chef Boyardee under a couch and then leaving them, and then two just forget it. Yeah, a, a couple of bro. Them. <laughs> how do you like you do it once and you're like, "Wow, I'm a trash human being. I yeah, should like really you, fix and, like, this." Like you get up like after a while, like didn't I have like some. You know, beefaroni. I was eating something earlier, wasn't I? Where did I put that? (laughs) Oh, here it is, under the couch, seemingly. I don't even know how I used to live back in the day, like back when in my when I lived in my parents' basement. Like my room was pretty messy. I don't know how I lived back then, and it's not even that gross compared to some people's. No, I just had beer bottles everywhere. That was literally literally it. It was beer bottles, and then you had clothes. (laughs) Just like usually in one pile. Yeah, it was just (laughs) a pile that you would look at and be like, right, dirty clothes. And then you just move on. I don't understand how any human could just be like, yeah, I'll just put this half-eaten can of Chef Boyardee under the couch and forget about it for eight months. Huh? I would have dirty dishes, but they would always be collected in one spot. They would be moved out of the way and put in the spot where you could put it. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Why put it under the couch? What? What? Also, a new sponsor I'd love is this thing called the Dishmaster. If mm. people from the Dishmaster are listening, I will fucking, I will sell out for your product because teach me the product. What is this? It's what is, what okay. Is this? So it's an attachment you put on your sink at the faucet, okay. and okay. it it has like you know the 
you know the sprayers that most uh, sinks have? It's that combined with a dishwashing wand that when you press a oh. button produces soap too and streams of water comes uh. out of the the wand itself so you can have it where it's just the water on the wand oh. and then you click a button and it starts to produce soap so it's That's like awesome fucking fantastic for washing so, dishes and it saves space on your counter yeah and, and you wouldn't shit. have That's... to have a dishwasher because you have like a specific appliance that already aids you in the factor of washing your dishes that's sick that's sick it looks amazing it's like 300 dollars. please that's it. please please send one for a review please i will review <laughs> it and always give it a good review you could it always. could not even be good <laughs> I just hope it is. What if it doesn't work? It should. But if it doesn't, I will be very mad. Yeah, then you'll leave a negative. Yeah, remote. I suppose if the whole thing doesn't work and I went through the process of detaching my faucet and reattaching it, yeah, Oof. I'd be mad. Oof. Yeah, I would. I would. The video sure. is just this is bollocks and put it away. Also, another <laughs> little tip I found is um, if you're a person like me and you have a sweet tooth, um, get like a big bag of Sour Patch Kids because you can't really pound them. Your mouth no. starts to hurt no. after a while. Mm -hmm. So after like four or five of them, you're like, yeah, I'm good for a while. That's a good. That is a very good point. But that's like with most sour candies, though. Right. Okay. It's I'll like... rephrase it. If you have a sweet tooth and also like sour candy, you should get them in like a bulk bag. Because my fiance yeah, picked me up a family-sized resealable bag of fucking Sour Patch Kids. Hell yeah! I have not gone through <laughs> enough for the amount of that's time. All, that's I've awesome had it. though. Nice. Uh, I want some Sour Patch Kids now. I I have a recommendation though. As you can see on my uh my camera, I have a little pet cam up here. I, I that's where it, it is yes i recommend i was telling rj about this i have it aimed right at my door because one i have it aimed down so i can see whatever my cat's doing but also i have it aimed at my door so that if i ever worry if i lock my door or not i just all i have to do is just zoom in right on it and i can see if i locked it it's been <laughs> such of like a like a, a like a like relief for me because <laughs> i get paranoid about locking my door all the fucking time likewise so the fact that so the fact that like i can see that if i locked or not just, yeah definitely breath of fresh air because my brother used to have a camera for his garage because mm -hmm. like whether or not he closed it or not yep. you know yep. and i'm like i totally get it now <laughs> oh yeah the moment you start uh, totally living on it. your own and you're like halfway to work and you're like god damn it do i choose to be late or risk all of my shit being stolen Mm -hmm. I guess I'm gonna be late. Yep. Yep. I'd rather be late. <laughs> I remember Austin would like text you like every time we went somewhere because he saw the garage yeah, it was open. Yeah, so fucking annoying. Like, bro, we're just going out. <laughs> My family is Who are you so going? fucking nosy. Like, I, I, I was telling Tia this. Like, I, I don't know what happened. Like, I, I don't know why I have a sense of fucking privacy and my family does not. Like, I don't know where yeah, I got this sense of, You're the only like, one who dodged it? Yeah. I, 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 for some reason, the only one in my family that knows what fucking boundaries are. Like, locking your door in my my, my house was a fucking crime against nature. Like, I, I one locked door in the house, we would have a family meeting, and they'd be like, what are you doing in your room? We need to search your room. You're fucking doing drugs or whatever. And it's like, okay, I'm making them sound. They didn't actually do that. But that's like, 
how they would react if there was a locked door. You know, like it, it was. Why just, is your door locked? And then I was telling Tia, like every fucking memory of my brother I have of childhood is him bursting through the door like fucking Kramer in Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. No knock, never. He knocks now, but now it's yeah. knock knock. Open the door. It's yeah. like, come on. You just barely gave me enough time to put my dick away. Like that, that just that, <laughs> just that enough time. But like back in the day, he would literally like every memory I have of my childhood of like me sitting in my room and Austin coming in. Is he doesn't just walk in? He bursts through the he kicks the door open and goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> right in my face, <laughs> every fucking time. Reading and it's like jerking off. I'm 13. Leave me the fuck alone. I have hormones, my guy. I just found out how to use this just thing. Just jacking it. Yeah, I just like. And in my family, just no boundaries, no private. It's like you have to – whenever you're going somewhere, where are you going? Out. Out where? To, to, to pick up drugs. Is that what you want me to say? Like what do you, what do you want me to say here? Like yeah. going out with my friends. Where? To eat. Where at? We're going to get pho. Which pho? Are you joining us? Do you want to come? Yeah. This is why you're asking <laughs> Would me. Would you like, like us to reserve another seat It's for always you? an interrogation. Yeah. I, I don't understand. And to me, I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. You're going out? Fine. You know, see you later. Like my brother had such a big rule when I lived with them about not eating in my room. Why? I bring my dishes down. I clean up. There's no, there is no issues there. I pay my rent. Why can't I eat in my room? Because it's my <laughs> house. Okay. Yeah, like... <laughs> then okay. So, me, I'm like part, it's you, part you're of paying your, house. your rent. Yeah, for me, I'm like you're paying your rent. It's your room. It's your privacy. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go in your room. Space, dog. That's your space. You do whatever you want. Yeah, you know, long as you're not bringing up, bringing fucking illegal people in there, and you know, like doing illegal shit. You know, not fucking doing sex trading or you know, like yeah. If you're not killing somebody or, in that fucking yeah, room. murdering, fucking selling selling drugs. That's yeah. a little bit different, right? Like yeah. then uh, you have yeah, a reason do to all be all upset. the drugs you want. Don't sell it. Yeah. Again, I just don't know what happened. Like why why did I have a sense of boundaries? <laughs> the rest of my family does not. Mm. Don't know what happened. Sounded... There's a yeah. I have a similar kind of feel to my family too cuz me and my mother are private people who would like close mm -hmm. doors. Like you couldn't lock shit. Don't lock anything. Dad'll get fucking mad. It's a weird mil – maybe it's a military thing. It's, it has to be. Yeah. But my yeah. sisters and my dad, on the other hand, never closed doors, never locked them, would do similar things where they're just – Same. And it would be like knock, knock, one, two – okay, open the door. And you'd be like, <laughs> At least you got this. yo, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm like sleeping over here, but wel yeah. welcome to my room. Uh, what's Hi. up? <laughs> this could it wait? Yeah, I'm I'm much more similar to my mom. Like no one in my family likes horror. Me and my mom love it. Nobody in my family kind of gets privacy. Me and my mom get it. It's just mm. Yeah, I don't know where I get all my weird shit from. It's... <laughs> I don't. <laughs> like I very much I think it skips generations and shit sometimes. It's true. Honestly, I I I get a, like my movie uh, uh, taste is very similar to my grandpa's. Like, Skip generations. Like, yeah, it, it's really like when I talk about movies with my grandpa, at least like five years ago, not so much anymore, but like he would, we would talk about the same movies and he would, I'm like, oh, you watched Mother? And he would like talk about it and then and stuff like that, you know? I'm like, oh, I'm really surprised. But it's because, 
Yeah, he, he was a oh yeah very interesting guy. My he, grandmother and my mother similar. and me all liked horror, mm. and it would be like especially like B films, like Ice Spiders mm. or Eight Legged Freaks. Both of those yes. are spider related. I don't know. Ice Spiders. Um, those, both of those movies. Arachnophobia. Those movies. Absolutely. Why I'm afraid of spiders. All the all the <laughs> shitty ones that sci-fi would air. It would be the three of us in the living room, and then my family, any other member, would come in and be like, "What do you got? I don't want to watch this." And then what was that? That. The Komodo mm-hmm. dragon one. Do you remember that one? Oh, what uh, is that one? <laughs> there was like a, mm-hmm. yeah, there was like a pack of Komodo dragons who were like killing people. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that one gave me fear of Komodo dragons. And then once you do research on them, you're like, oh, they're not. It's scary, just called know. Komodo. I mean, they're kind of scary, but like not that bad. It's just called Komodo. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're kind of scary, but like, what are you ever gonna run into? This one? Shit had yeah, a you're not gonna run into them. The curse. Like of they the got Komodo. bursts of speed, and they're nasty poison but like yeah you're never gonna go to i'm yeah, never seeing one of these on. and it's hunting me i yeah. am never putting myself in a position in which i will be hunted by a komodo dragon i'm sorry i would love to <laughs> put me in a position <laughs> where i'm getting hunted <laughs> you would love yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to put you on that island bro please <laughs> come back this is a right. youtuber uh, that i watch every night that uh, um he he very he reminds me of like old school or old school now, but like Travel Channel when we grew up, you know, like Anthony Bourdain. Oh uh, hell uh, yeah, Zimmerman. dude! He has like Travel that Channel style and prime. feel. Yeah, it's this guy with the I forgot his name. He has a red bandana on, and he, that's like he goes around traveling the world in like very similar style of like, are right, we gonna explore this today? And he has that that like attitude. You, you might like some people might not like him because he's very like it's that TV personality, so he's like yeah very high energy. Yeah. But mm. but not like YouTuber high energy, you know. Like, hey, what's going you, on? Yeah, not like <laughs> not obnoxious, but like some people might find obnoxious. But anyways, he has right now. He's in South Africa. He's doing some cool ass like hunting shit. Like he hunted a, a zebra and actually like ate it from this like place that like actually cultivates and like raises these animals for you to be able to hunt and kill. Like, and they only limit a certain amount mm-hmm. a year. And you know, it's like a really beautiful way of like self-preservation and also like limiting a population at the same time. It's like, it's not like a skeevy, like, Oh, we're going to go and hunt lions, even though they're fucking, uh, um, you know, they're close to being endangered. Hyper endangered. endangered. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're not doing shady shit like that. They're like, Oh, the zebra population has gone. Zebra they're farmed this. specifically for hunting, and they're like, "All right, this, it's now time for us to hunt them." And then they use every part of the animal. They, mm. they eat every part of it. They sell it. So that's the, the only way I'm like down with hunting. It, yeah, and it's a really cool thing. Yeah, I was like, "That's that's awesome!" Like, make sure that it's not going to waste. Yeah, you know? it's like hunting to me. If you do it, just because you're like. Uh, me and my dad went out to the woods and we shot a deer and now we got this deer and I'm gonna get its head and put it on my wall. I hate that. But if you're yeah. like, we hunted a deer and we then utilize its meat, bones, and fur for the next some amount of time and we feed our family off of it. Alright. You got me yeah. there. But yeah, if exactly. it's all sport and you're just doing it because you and your pop do it, I fucking hate you. I would say the deer hunting does get a little if because there is a lot of, like population control for deer is very important. Why? Because they're just so, like, big rats with hooves. Exactly. So you do have yeah. to like you like that, that in that aspect like hunting you do need to just like sometimes just need to kill like a shit ton of them because you need to limit the population. 
Oh, Raz. And that's why they have like the seasonal times. Yeah, exactly. Let them so, but repopulate. Yeah. That is a very low percentage of hunters who actually like, yes. do that for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, usually it's just because they want to go out and kill things, and then the seasonal things are a hindrance to them because, like, oh, it's not season yet. Like, fucking annoying. Like, I just want to go out and kill something, you know? And, like, it's like, oh, no, that's what. Maybe you should but see a therapist. There- yeah, but that can, that, that's why places like that are show, like, the ecological advantage of, or, or, like, the purpose of hunting. Right. Right? Because animals hunt. There's a reason why we hunt, you know? It's yeah. not just yeah. to get food or to get hides or whatever. It's, like, it's legitimately a, a, a ecological and environmental thing. Like, obviously, we can't have too many fucking deers running around, right? Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, like, it's, like you said, as long as it's not just for sport, right? Yeah. It's okay. I think it's okay if it is for sport. But long as you utilize it, you know, it doesn't go for va- in vain. You're not like, oh, I'm going to chop off its head and mount it. That's the only reason I did it for it, you know? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> like, I'm going to try taxidermed. Exactly. So going back to the that YouTuber I was watching, he, like, eats the zebra meat and, like, tries it and tries different parts. And then, like, they serve him zebra meat in different ways. They did, like, beef tartare. They did a burger. They did, like, a beef tenderloin steak. They did, like, all this shit. I was like, holy shit. That's really cool and, like, a really unique – and, like, you're learning new cuisines. You're learning – you know, it's yeah. – you're not eating just standard meat, right? It's it's fascinating. It's very mm. fascinating. It's standard I meat. like that better but, than whatever the tool is that's, like, I'm going to go out to this remote island and get stung by every creature yeah. on the island, and we're going to see I'll... how that shit goes. Whoever <laughs> that dude that... is, I don't want to meet Insane. You. That guy's crazy. We that are not insane. in the same psychological realm. If you were like, hey, uh, for a million views, I'm going to let a killer wasp sting you, I'd be like, yeah. no. I don't even think we're in the same physical realm. I, I don't, I don't want to get beat. If I get stung by one, I would die. Yeah. <laughs> Any yeah. of those things. Once. Yeah. I'd, I'd give up. Yeah. I'm like, YouTube's I, not worth this shit. Yeah. The, the fucking algorithm was like, did you want to see this YouTube dude get stung by a scorpion? I was like, no. No, I fucking don't. Also, why is he doing this? <laughs> why is he accepting? Why is he much... just down with this shit? I don't those, get it. Those people need to be very transparent of how much they're making. Because then I'd be like, okay, I get it. If you're making like millions of video, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. I would do that for a million dollars per video. If you're making a thousand dollars, dude, get, get a, fuck get a fucking job. Get a job. <laughs> for your sake. For these bugs sake. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> for my own mental health. Yeah, I, I just can't believe that yeah. there are people out there being like, yeah, bro, I'll go get bit by a fucking insert anything. <laughs> what? It's like five grand in the bank. It's like, yeah, I hope the medical bill is taken care of from that. It's probably most of, if he's American, that's all That's all going yeah. to the medical bill. <laughs> also, <laughs> anti-venom ain't cheap, dog. Mm-mm. That shit's expensive. That shit That's expensive as fuck. No, ma'am. Yeah. All right, we should wrap it up now. Oh, okay. Thank you all for uh, joining us for our mouthful podcast. Um, we have uh, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. If you guys wouldn't mind going over and giving us a like or a subscribe, um, you have to. We also have a contest running currently, which is if you are the was it the first five people to link mm-hmm. our. Uh, podcast in like a discord server it could be your, your private one or like a community you could a facebook group yeah um we'll send you a signed little thing from the three of us might be a ps5 um probably a Maybe. ps5 it's there is a chance 
that it's a PS5. Yeah, it's better than a shot a in chance. the dark, but it's around a shot in the dark. You know what I'm saying? So, um, very slim chance, but there it is a possibility. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was lovely having you guys with us. Um, we'll catch you next time. I love you. See you in the next. Bye bye. Don't don't go to Japan. <laughs>